Welcome to the Engineering Emotions and Energy Podcast, where you can relax, recharge, and reconnect. And now, your host, Justin Wink. Hey, everybody. Today, I'm going to be talking about how your triggers are your traps. So if you want to grow, those triggers have got to go. Before we get to the main content today, I want to go over a little update I want to thank everyone who uh, wished me a happy birthday, uh, either in person, by text, or on social media. I really had a fantastic, uh, fantastic day. Uh, took the day off, had some fun in San Francisco, and had a great meal with some friends. So if uh, you were there and you're listening, uh, thank you. It was really, really enjoyable. And uh, some other uh, news. I didn't get the news until after my birthday. But uh, apparently, as of February 25th, I am officially no longer married. My divorce was finalized. So that's uh, some very exciting to get that uh, completed with. Because one of my uh, all-time downloaded episodes of all time was when I was first talking about uh, the start of uh, getting divorced. I think it was probably in uh, July is when that episode came out. So that that episode was uh, eight nine months, and so it's been a been about a ten month uh, process. Just kind of a, a reminder that uh, any any change sometimes might take longer than you expect. Yet when the change is important and it's necessary, it uh, it inevitably inevitably man, I feel like Porky Pig. Like can't get that. Um, it undoubtedly happens. It's going to happen. There are things though that can prevent these changes from happening. And some of those big things are, are triggers. So uh, I was looking up exactly, you know, what is a trigger? Because it, uh, it's one of those phrases that sometimes gets bandied about quite a bit. And sometimes there's uh, some political connotations. You might even have a trigger about the term trigger. But effectively, in mental health terms, a trigger is just something that affects your emotional state causing extreme overwhelm or distress. This is something from an article on, uh, I believe, Healthline that I found to define what a trigger is. And it also goes on to say that a trigger affects your ability to remain present in the moment. And it may even bring up specific thought patterns or influence your behavior. So effectively, it's anything that takes you out of the moment and hijacks your ability to respond critically. It basically turns you into almost like a a robot using a pre-programmed routine. And when you're using a pre-programmed routine, that means you're not doing what you and your highest version of yourself would actually like to do. And I've noticed this coming up uh, a couple instances with a couple couple close people to me. Uh, One... Uh, so one thing that I've recently gotten into is uh, learning more about uh, cryptocurrencies and blockchain and understanding that and using that as a, a vehicle for both both investment, but also as a, a way to influence the way things work in a way that uh, I would prefer as opposed to how a lot of things work currently. Because uh, I don't know if there ends up being some things about current finances work that might annoy you, such as, you know, unless the bank that you go to owns the ATM, there ends up being uh, usually a $3 fee just to get access to your cash. And maybe the bank you have pays that, maybe not. But it's why should that fee be so high to get access to your money? And then the other thing is the discrepancy between <laughs> how much 
it costs to borrow money versus how much if you're the one doing the lending. And by doing the lending, if you have a checking account or a savings account, you're effectively lending money. And uh, a lot of those interest rates are, you know, start with a zero point something, which, um, you know, this reminds me back when I was in college, <clears throat> I had a roommate and um, actually neither neither one of us made it uh, a full year. Actually, he technically made it a full year. He just didn't come back. I ended up leaving early because I had mono and was so sick that I, uh, I had to go home and I ended up being hospitalized for a couple of nights. He, after one year, uh, had a GPA of zero point. It doesn't matter. It's just not high enough to be able to remain at the university. And that's really how we should look at that with the interest rate we get on savings and other things is that, wait, it's a zero point, like, get the get the fuck out of here. That's that's nothing. Like, what? you know, I think the latest news is that um, the inflation rate is like 7 or 8%. So that's um, effectively, you know, you're losing 8% by letting somebody else have your money that they use to then lend out to people at if it's done in the form of a credit card, they're charging what the 16 to 23% interest. So where is, where's that Delta going? Um, it's going to whoever, you know, has majority stakes in these large banks. Right. So I've, I've been, you know, getting into that and was telling, uh, I have a couple of really good friends that I talk to every, just about every Tuesday and I just, I just casually mentioned that, yeah, you know, I've been getting into crypto. One friend goes like, oh my gosh, you are not going to be one of those assholes that just talks about crypto all the time and just crypto this, crypto that, crypto this, crypto that. I'm like, nope, I'm just putting out, that's what I'm up to. It's just some, something that is an interest of mine, how I spend my time. And, uh, you know, if you want to learn more, you, you know, or want to talk about it more, I'd love to, but I don't know. I really don't care. Um, but boy, sure seems like uh, you're in quite quite a triggered response. Or at least that's what I was thinking. I don't think I, I said that. So if he's listening, then um, I'll probably hear about this. And that's okay. What's interesting is that whenever we're triggered about something, it cuts us off from learning something in the moment. There's usually a good reason for you know these triggers because it's usually coming from something really painful that has happened. Yet that something painful happened in the past, and that's not what is happening now. And in this case, it's possibly preventing an opportunity for growth and opportunity to change some of the systems that are currently used, and also a possibility to make more investment income than is otherwise available. Who knows? Maybe what I'm doing could be a complete waste of time and money, yet any endeavor that we put our time and money into, there's no guarantees. There's never any guarantees. So one thing is never really any better or worse because we really don't know until after the fact. When being triggered by something, it just cuts off any opportunity to be open to the possibility. Another interesting area where I uh, had a chance of seeing someone get get triggered by something that, that I brought up uh, was uh, at the mention of NLP, which if you're not super into personal development or coaching as much as I am, it's totally cool. Not everyone needs to be, has to be. I happen to have just been involved in it for a very long time. And so neurolinguistic programming or NLP, the way I like to think of it is it's just a communications tool, communications paradigm of how to think 
of how our language impacts the way we think and how we feel, how we respond, both for ourselves, which is the most important thing actually, is if we can uh, control how we think and talk to ourselves, then we're going to be able to influence ourselves to do the things we want to do to make our lives better and avoid the things that make our life a little bit more challenging. But it's also very beneficial in dealing with other people and communicating in a way that uh, they can most understand the message or perhaps uh, be less triggered by things. And so a lot of personal development coaches uh, use this uh, in you know working with people they work with. So I've been doing personal development work uh, with coaches for about over, uh, I don't know, getting close to a, a decade now. And, you know, I've been doing uh, coaching in various ways and mentoring with other people probably, you know, for uh, many, many, for quite a few years myself. So I use a variety of these techniques. You know, I use also sometimes I'll use a hypnotic language patterns, meditative uh, guided language when I do meditations. So a whole lot of things so that it's easy to understand the information and makes it like the easiest way so that people can do what they want to do. So really... There's no making anybody do anything they don't really want to do. Because I never want you to take anything that I say at at face value. I want you to to question. But not so much question with your mind, although I do want you to use your mind, but also check in with your heart. How does some of the stuff that I say make you feel? Like how do you feel about it? Does it does it there seem to be something that like, man, there seems to be something about what Justin just said that maybe that is possible. Maybe there is something to that. Because your mind, a lot of our thoughts are not really our thoughts. A lot of our thoughts are coming from uh, what we learned growing up, from our parents, from our schoolmates when we were younger, from teachers, from media, from cultural patterns. And so a lot of those thoughts that you've been thinking for years, they might not even be your thought, but you think it all the time. So if something I say triggers a thought, it's good to have that awareness. Like, is that, is that actually my thought or where is that coming from? Or it might trigger an emotion because maybe it did come from something, you know, remind you of something really painful that happened long, long ago. And you want to put the focus on differentiating between what's going now and what happened in the past. And so sometimes it takes a little, you know, Hey, got to take a breath here, take a moment. Why am I, why am I having this feeling? Because honestly, I had a very similar experience um, not not soon after getting divorced, where I still had to have a interaction with uh, with my ex regarding uh, our twenty twenty one tax taxes tax filings, and I just remember after the interaction, I felt so angry. I had this rage, and I just I just wanted to like break shit. You know, have you ever been so angry that it's like you wanted to break some stuff or you just wanted to yell? And I, you know, again, I talked to some friends about this and they're like, I mean, Justin, what's what's the worst that that would happen if uh, it doesn't doesn't get done your way, but goes this other way? Sounds like maybe there's a chance that you get get audited for some reason. And then so you go through that process and then maybe pay some extra money. It's just money and you're getting all worked up. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you all are totally right. Like I am basically giving away my current happiness because of the slight possible chance of some future amount of money possibly being spent. That is insane. 
I didn't quite understand it, but after talking to some more people, I came to realize that, wait, where this is coming from is this is reminding me of when I was like a kid and growing up with with my dad, that there'd sometimes be some things that I had an expectation that he would take care of and he wouldn't. And again, you know, it's no fault of my dad because I was a kid. I didn't know how to express my expectations and he didn't know how to set my expectations. So there was just that disconnect. And through that disconnect, I had these expectations that were not fulfilled and I felt hurt because I wasn't getting what I thought I needed or what I needed to be taken care of. That caused a lot of internal emotional challenges that then now smash cut all these years later, my ex is like, no, we're not going to do it your way. You're on your own. You got to figure it out. And I'm just like, ah, because I'm not really that mad at her. I'm mad at what happened all those many years ago. And when I got that awareness, that understanding that that's what I needed to feel, that's what I needed to let out in a productive way, you know, with some friends and with myself and just, you know, some journaling and now sharing with you guys here in Podland. Now I have like, you know, no, no real anger, uh, towards my ex in this situation. It's actually like, Hey, works out great. You know, we're totally separate. We can be totally separate. We can do things separately. It's going to be great. It's all going to work out, you know, wish her the best. I hope she's doing well. I have no idea. Cause again, we're totally uh, divorced now. So it's it's great. We can both have our own separate lives. And so going back to bringing up why I brought up NLP, neurolinguistic programming, is I was talking about this to a friend of mine and she just, she gets upset and she's like, oh, NLP is just like snake oil. It's just used to like defraud people. And I'm like, what's going, what's going on here? And turned out she had had experience where, you know, friends got into some multi-level marketing type business ventures, scams, actually, where they were using, you know, they called it NLP, but they were really using it to strong arm people into doing things that were not for their, their best interest and lost, lost a lot of money. That's awful. But that's the people using the tool incorrectly or that's, you know, not to, not the way I would like to use it. But that's the thing with any powerful tool is that depending on who uses the tool and how they use it and the intentions, it's not the tool's fault, right? It's like a knife in the hands of a killer is going to kill people, but the knife in the hand of a skilled surgeon is going to save lives. It's the same knife, but it's who holds it and how do they intend to utilize it such as neurolinguistic programming and i was also i was like you know what do you what do you think it is i do on my podcast and with my coaching clients i i utilize neurolinguistic programming um language patterns you know for the benefit of people so that they can see things because uh, it basically is all about expanding perspective and putting things in a different way of light so that we have more options because one of the things i really like to believe is that when we have better options we take better action but if we feel like we have no options we're just going to do what we've always done and if what we haven't been doing doesn't work for us we're going to keep doing the thing that keeps causing the painful reaction or the painful uh feeling but if it's boom, hey, have you considered this? And it's like, ooh, that sounds nice. Then usually somebody's going to go like, let me do the better thing, at least maybe a little bit more often than they were before because we're not all perfect. 
I want to bring this back to something that I still often find very, very triggering, which is uh, whenever I need to ask for help. And this is something I've gotten way better because, like I said, I've been doing personal development for over 10 years now. I've worked, you know, with therapists, uh, great coaches, uh, uh, all sorts of healers and things like that. Yet still, there's oftentimes where I drag my feet. I'm like, oh, no, I got to figure it out. I want to do it on my own. And it, it's still just um, in the last couple of days, I was trying to uh, do something in the, the crypto world uh, and invest in a, a opportunity. And I'd never done something like this before. And I was like, all right, let me figure out how to get the, the right coin to the right place. Things were not working. Like I, I didn't realize that I had to have like another type of coin to pay the fees you know, it was like I, I had my rental car, but I didn't have uh, any change, you know, for the toll booth type of a thing. And so I was getting really frustrated. And the group that was helping to facilitate this, they kept saying like, hey, you know, if we need any help, you know, ping us, just let us know we're here to help you all out. And I banged my head against the wall for a couple hours on Sunday night. And then it just wasn't working this morning. Uh, it's Monday as I record this, by the way, because you're probably listening whenever you're listening. And I welcome and thank you for your listenage. I think that's a made-up word. I love making up words, and I love using made-up words. They are the fantastishness. So this morning, I'm like, all right, hey, can somebody help me out here? Like, I'm do- here's what's this and this. And they're like, hey, and they finally walked me through. And I was so happy to finally be able to get that transaction completed and be part of the project and be part of the group and not missing out. Cause if I would have just tried to be heads down, do it all by myself, it wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't have happened. And even so I know I, I know I wasted some money and trying some things out that didn't work. The way I look at it is that that was just the price of learning some lessons and they're actually relatively cheap. Uh, Cause some lessons can be very, very expensive, but it's always, valuable whenever we do learn a lesson. And so the lesson today that I'd like you to take with you is whenever somebody says something and you get really, really angry or upset, or you just want them to shut the fuck up, or you just want to walk away is be aware that that's happening and take a breath. And then you can still do whatever you were probably going to do. But in that taking of a breath, there's a chance, there's a slight opportunity to disconnect from what's happening in the present to what likely happened to you in the past. And you might be able to separate the two and be able to deal in a fresh way with what's happening in the present. And then with your awareness that something in the past happened, you'll be able to see that, experience that. And what's great is whenever something in the past comes up in a way where we're aware and we're present, it just goes and that's, that's the healing process. It just so happens there's often a lot of things that need to be healed. So just because you do it once with one thing doesn't mean you're, you're likely done. But it gets easier. It gets easier and life gets happier and more joyful. And I love helping people do that in a much, much faster way. And that's what I want you to get out of listening to this podcast is to feel like you're able to grow and become a bet- the better person that you've always know you've meant to be. And if you're like, ah, Justin, it's still taking a bit too long, please don't hesitate. Contact me. Coming up is going to be all the ways that you can get in touch with me. Get in touch with me. We'll figure something out. Because 
In a lot of ways, life is too short to keep banging your head against the wall and not asking for help. Don't let asking for help be one of your triggers that keeps you trapped. Free yourself so that you can create the life that you know you want and you deserve it because you are you. And thank you so much and good day. If you want to contact the show, email me at podcast at justinwink.com. That's Justin, W-E-N-C-K. And find me on social media, Justin Wink, PhD, on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and YouTube. And if you want ways so that you can relax, recharge, and reconnect, find the Tuesday 20 every Tuesday at 12.05 p.m. Pacific. It's only 20 minutes, and it's going to get you relaxed, recharged, and reconnected. It's on YouTube, and it's on Facebook. So looking forward to seeing you there. 